Hello, everyone, and welcome to Relationship Goals Question Mark. I am Amber Zackham, and joined with me, as always, is Daniel Zackham. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Cute tonight. Thank you. No one can see what she looks like, but she looks cute. Well, if you guys are following us on social media, you actually would know what I'm wearing because I do post short little clips of each of our episodes. And speaking of social media, you should follow us. You should. So what sites are we on? We're on Instagram. At Relationship Goals QM. We have a email. Send us an email, relationshipgoalsqmpod at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. Oh, Facebook page. Relationship Goals question mark podcast. And we also have a Patreon. We got some new ones we this week. We have two new patrons. Boop, boop, boop. The first, shout out to Kaylee Gross. She is a Damber defender. Shout out. And um, Kaylee's one of our... They're in the beginning. Yeah. She actually um, wished upon a star for us to get together. Fun fact. And it worked. <laughs> and it worked. And then we had an anonymous patron. Aye. Mr. Anonymous or Mrs. Anonymous. Yeah, we don't Mr. know. Mr. or Mrs. or Miss Anonymous. Maybe doctor. Oh. Maybe reverend. Maybe doctor. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, they are a relationship goalie, so shout out to two new patrons this week. Amazing. Shout out to you two. Um, and today's topic actually comes from one of our patrons, Emma. Tonight's topic, kids. 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 A little bit of a maybe emotional, maybe, um, you know, you're going to hear our journey because it's been a complicated, tumultuous roller coaster of a journey we'll try to keep it light though for anyone who doesn't know us we actually we don't have children no but this has been our journey um kind of getting to the point that we're at right now but if you know amber she does treat her pets like her children i feel like you do too yeah i watched you stop on the porch today and tell lincoln she was she was going to be okay and then give her a kiss on the head Lincoln is one of our dogs. Well, I don't know what's going on, but she obviously needed that. So I feel like we both, um, we have three pets and we've been treating them like children for the last six years. Yeah. Before we get started though, I think we should take our shot. What are we shotting tonight? Mm, bourbon. What kind of bourbon? Uh, Jefferson Ocean. Cheers. Cheers everyone. Okay. So I feel like I like to give a little back story. The early life. Early days. You want to talk first about kind of just like how you've always felt about having kids and like kind of like like maybe like pre me not pre me. (laughs) I'll just I'll start Amber. Yeah. Up until you know a couple years ago. Yeah. I grew I grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in an area where everyone had big families. If you didn't have three or four kids, it was kind of weird. You would always see families moving out once their kids would go to college and then the new families would move on in and move on in. And I think like a lot of parents where I grew up like would want push that on their kids a little bit, like, hey, like you need to have three or four kids or you're doing it wrong. And I felt like a lot of parents, a lot of my friends' parents, you know, would push that on us. I kind of always thought kids were I always thought kids were annoying. Meh. Yeah. They're just never up to anything good, I feel like. Yeah, you know, I taught tennis and, you know, I, I, just, I don't love – I never love doing <laughs> it. I don't know. But – I mean, to be fair, there's not that many kids I, like, first of all, really even know. Especially now. I Yeah, especially now. And I don't 
particularly like kids. Yeah. Just in general. Like, I don't like, like, random kids. And I, well, and then I guess when we started dating, the only kids that were around were your sisters because they were just little. They so were young. Like, yeah, I have sisters that are currently, Chloe is 19 and Tilly's yeah. 15. So when Danny and I started dating, Tilly was like seven and Chloe was like, what's the math on that? And yeah. then Chloe would have been like, what, like 11 or 12? Something like that. Yeah. Well, 11, what? yeah. <laughs> math. It's Sunday <laughs> yeah. night when we're recording. We're trying. Oh, no, no. But I swayed back on back and forth for a long time if, if I wanted kids. And it wasn't a deal breaker, let's just say that. So as like a, you know, a straight white man growing up in Midwest, were kids something you actually ever thought about pre like dating me? I just so I think I always just assumed that they would come at some point if they came. Like I never put Historic a ton situation of thought. Or no, like, no, I know how that works. Like in the mail, yeah, in the mail or something. Just pop in, yeah, just pop in. Kids would out. just show up at some point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just like thought you know at the at a time in your life like they would come into the picture and it would just be that. Okay. But I never put a ton so of no thought into it. So no strong opinion one way or the other necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay. What about you? Sorry, I'm drinking my champagne. And mid-sip. Mid-mid-mid-sip. I was trying to think of another word for sip, but I got nothing. Okay, so I feel like if, if you know me, you know that growing up, I just like never wanted kids. I like don't love kids in general. Like I have, obviously, like you said, my sister. So they growing up, I, there were kids around and I have godchildren who I love. But besides that, I'm not one of those people that just like loves the noise of children's laughter. Or crying. <laughs> no, crying just slices me to my core. My whole life, I've kind of gone back and forth. Never, never like truly being like, I have to have kids. I want them so badly. I yearn for children. That was never really like any part of my growing up. I wasn't like one to play like with dolls. I never like wanted to be the mom. Like when I played house growing up, I was always like the older ambitious sister or like the fun drunk aunt. Those are good. But those, those are the fun roles, you know? Yeah. yeah. Even like as a kid though, that's like the role I wanted to take. Yeah. I wasn't like, I want to have five babies and like, these are all my babies in my strollers. That like, wasn't your dream. Fuck that. I wanted to live in a city. I wanted to have a nice house. I wanted to have a career. And I, I made all those things happen. Mm -hmm. And like, so kids were never something that in my mind I was going to necessarily do. But I feel like meeting you, and I think sometimes when you meet someone that you do know you're going to spend the rest of your life with, sometimes things might change purely for the fact that I love you and I would love to have children with you. Wow, that's very sweet. I don't know that I would feel that about any, not, I mean, any I, I, don't, rando? I don't know if I were single. Or if I were with someone else, if I would feel this way. But I know I've always been very upfront with you about my feelings about kids. Mm -hmm. I have always said, if it's a deal breaker for you, I'm probably not the person for you. Right. Because I can't guarantee that I want kids. Right. And we were very open with each other and on the same page. I think that's why we make it work. It's because we are on the same page and we, on those topics, like, as we always talk about, like those topics that you have to talk about if you're going to like pursue a relationship. And if you've listened to any of our earlier episodes, you will recall that when Danny um, and I were discussing the potential of getting engaged, I told him that I want to spend the rest of my life with you. 
And if kids are a deal breaker for you, I am so much on the fence that I would be willing to have kids if it meant you, you know, wanted them that badly. And at the time I, I felt almost indifferent. It wasn't that I was giving, I wasn't giving up anything in my mind. Like I would have kids because Danny wanted to, but it wasn't something that I was again, like yearning for, I guess is always the word that's used, but I was still very much on the fence. And you told me that it wasn't a deal breaker at that point. I think going into marriage. So this was when we were 25, Mm -hmm. um, five years ago at this point, we both were just like kind of maybe open to it, but maybe open to just never having kids. When we were younger, it was kind of like, if it happened, it happened, but we weren't going to like push it on each other. I think we like saw it as like a goal, maybe down the road, but see, it's never been a goal for me. Like, I feel like in my mind, I have all of these goals and kids is not one of them. It's just not a goal for me. That's fair. I just never have been like, and this is up to this point. Obviously we're talking right now. We're up to our, you know, mid twenties. And so like, I knew I wanted to get married. I knew I wanted to do all of these different things, but I just, I've never like made it a checkable thing on my list. But then in like, what was it? 2016 or 2017, some things changed in our lives and you're going to talk about that. 20, those were some rough years for sure for us. Um, when my mom got sick, unfortunately she got ovarian cancer, battled through that a couple years later, got leukemia and battled for a couple years through that. And unfortunately didn't make it through that. And to come to find out that she actually had the BRCA gene, which is, which I'll get into a little bit, but my dad is an oncologist and suggested that, you know, I get tested because if it, if I wanted to have kids down the road, it would be something, it would be a roadblock one way or another. So it was something I had to do. Just for a little background, I did some research for this episode. <laughs> um, I went to nationalbreastcancer.org. And just so everyone knows what BRCA is, it's the abbreviation for breast cancer gene. There's two different kinds, BRCA1 and BRCA2. Everyone has BRCA genes. They're supposed to be normal and function normal, but in one out of 400 people, they don't function properly and they mutate. And when that happens, it leads to a lot of complications for women. BRCA1, 55 to 65% higher rate of breast cancer before you turn 70. BRCA2, 45% for women, which is... Something I just wish I would have known about earlier, obviously, but you just roll with the punches. And uh, for men, it's ac- you actually you do get a higher chance of breast cancer, but it's actually a higher chance of prostate cancer. Hmm. I uh, didn't know that. And that's according to BCRF. I believe it's actually the same as the first source, but wanted to say that. And men actually pass it too. So well, both 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 can pass yes. it to your children. Yes. And what is What's the chances of that? What like what's the percentage? Fifty percent. So you have a as someone that would have the BRCA one or two gene mutation, you have a fifty percent chance of passing it on. Yes. To your kids. Yes. Okay. Which is something we we had to think about. We had to when this all came about. That was something very kind of came up very quickly. We had to decide one way or the other. Do we want to have kids or not? What steps we want to take? Because there if I did get tested and for some reason had it, 
there was going to be a lot of hoops to jump through to have kids. So well, right. And we I mean, we kind of wanted to be prepared. And so knowing, you know, if Danny had tested, um, I don't know, a positive 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 (laughs) for the BRCA gene mutation, we knew that that would mean we would have to have kids via artificial insemination, just for the fact that they have to be able to take my egg, his sperm, make embryos, test the embryos to see if they have the BRCA mutation, and then implant said embryos. So we knew that there were, um, it wasn't going to be an easy road to have kids. So before we found out the results, we want, we wanted to come together and come up with that decision. So the results would not dictate how we felt one way or another. And just a little PSA, I wrote down, if you have family members that have had breast cancer, ovarian cancer, go get tested for the BRCA gene. Usually your insurance will cover it if if they know a family member had cancer. Really important, really important to know what, so you can make good decisions and rational decisions on on big topics such as having kids. Yeah, I think that's really smart. And I mean, we ultimately did decide um, while waiting for your results that we did want to have that children. we did want to have kids we wanted to have little zach and family running around and that meant maybe having to do um it the roundabout way or maybe not depending on your results but thank god i, t- I tested negative really happy yeah had to get some blood work done it was really easy but it was more just waiting waiting and hoping and just you know a lot of things going through your mind if it did come back positive and how our lives would probably be a lot different right now if if they did. Well, I think we would probably already have kids because I think it would have been us being very careful to not, for me to not get pregnant um, on accident Mm -hmm. and um, making some, you know, life decisions that would have needed to be made. It would have been expensive. Mm -hmm. Not that kids already aren't, but just the process of having them. So when the results came back that you did not have the BRCA gene mutation, we were already in the position of knowing that facing the difficulty of having to go through the process of getting pregnant via artificial insemination or maybe not being able to have kids whatsoever put us in like our lives in perspective knowing that we wanted to have kids yeah I guess the question then is what what made you change your mind because I know obviously how you felt up until that point you you were kind of indifferent one way or the other I really struggled with this because my whole life I have really said I didn't want kids or I just wasn't really sure. And I've had countless people that have told me, oh, you'll change your mind someday. And that was really hard for me, especially when I did change my mind, because I felt like it was one of those moments where everyone was going to be like, we told her so we knew she would change her mind blah, 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 especially because we didn't, we, I mean, our closest friends knew about the BRCA um, test, but it wasn't like something that everyone knew about. And so I felt a lot of pressure. I felt kind of um, maybe even embarrassed that I changed my mind because I, I, I didn't change my mind because I yearned for children. I changed my mind because faced with the option of not having them when we couldn't change our mind, I realized I did want to have children with you, with you, not if you were not involved in this, if this, you know, I might not be, I might not have changed my mind. I just want people to feel like it's okay to be unsure. 
I mean, I went back, I went back and forth for years through the later, you know, when thinking about through the later years of college, even going to when we moved to Detroit, Appleton, I mean, that always weighed. And I feel like between the moves, it weighed one way or the other. And I'm really happy we came to the point where we are where we are and we're in a position where we can have kids. Yeah. And I feel like I want people to know that it's okay to change your mind, but it's also okay to not want kids and not change your mind. Like it's okay. Whatever that decision is for you and whatever life throws at you that leads you down one path or another, it's not about what other people have said to you your whole life. It's about the things that come at you in life and then the results that you decide on. And also with that, this is a topic when you get into a relationship, you need to discuss, you know, if you're going to be serious and you, you're going to take the next steps and whatnot, this is one of those topics that you need to talk about and be on the same page about because you can't sway one way or the other. Well, I mean, you like, can sway as long as the other person, knows as long as the it. other person knows about it, but it gets messy. I'm happy that like, you know, we're so open about those kind of things and like, that's what we talk about. And we're actually going to maybe be a little even more open tonight because we're going to talk about some things that we haven't fully discussed about kids necessarily yet. Like what? Well, I guess we'll get to it, huh? I wrote down that now that I want to talk about kind of what, what our experience has been since that time. Mm -hmm. So approximately when we were 27 and now we're 30 Mm -hmm. um, and then looking forward. So I wrote down that I would like to have two to three kids. We've talked, we've, we've swayed on this. This is actually a topic we've swayed on. I only want two kids. I don't want three, three's too many. I've always felt that way. I haven't swayed off of that. I don't know. I still want to. I just like in my mind, when I decided to have kids, I wanted to have like kind of a semi-big family. And so to me, when you, I don't know, I look at people who have kids and they have, a, you know, adult kids and then you see their kids with their significant others. Some of them have kids, like three kids means if, you know, if they all end up with other people, that means your family goes from a five family to eight people. And then if each of them has one or two kids, you know, you're getting this really big family without actually having to have like a ton of people. And so that's like the ideal three, three kid thing. But I feel like it's going to be a little bit hard already being in our thirties mm-hmm. to actually have three children. I also think it, it was going to be hard depending on what happened in the election as just like a current topic that really actually swayed swayed this a lot. Well, yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to be super political on this podcast, No, but it is important to note that a big part of our decision to wait on having kids after we found out the results of Danny's BRCA test was because I don't want to have children under a Trump presidency. And we'll just leave it at that, I think. And I, and I feel the same way, 100%. And, what, and we, felt, we felt very strongly about that. So. And we learned the results yesterday of the 2020 presidential election. And one of the first things we said was, now we can, you know, feel like we can, we can have kids, have that discussion. And like, yeah, now we can make plans because in our mind, if the election had gone the other way, it would have been for sure waiting another four years, depending on what, what the government would have decided, especially with the election of Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme court. She 
has a hard stance on certain things. And even though going forward, um, obviously when we have children, you know, we're choosing to have kids. So the prospect of limited resources for women and choosing what I do with my body isn't probably going to be an issue. Um, It could be depending on certain things that arise during a pregnancy. So that scared me. It really terrified me to know that my health was going to be put in jeopardy and decisions that I needed, hard decisions that I need to make about my body may have been limited. Mm -hmm. Maybe not living in Illinois, but for some women in certain states, yes. And so for me, it was an easy... It was an easy route to put having kids on pause until there were more options for women's choices. But we also, you know, we, in the meantime, we figured out, you know, where we wanted to settle down. We paid off debts that, I mean, that was a big one that we had to focus on. And still, we're still working at that. I think that's a big one. People don't think about enough is being in a a sound financial place. We wanted to make sure 100% that were sound financially, you know, going into having kids. And and we both grew up very privileged. Mm-hmm. Neither of us worked growing up. Neither of us had to really worry about paying for college. I'm now paying for my grad school, but that was obviously a choice. And so we want to put our kids, if possible, in minimum the position we were in, but in our hopes, even a better position. That was always my thing. If we're going to have kids, I want to make sure that my kids are left in a better spot than, than I was. And I think every parent wants, wants that. that. I think yeah. that's a universal thing. Yep. But I also think about the fact that, and maybe this is news to you, but I don't know how much effort I really am willing to actually put into having kids if having them naturally isn't an option. An option. If for we, some reason- you know, we've, we talked, have, we've talked about that too and like how far we're willing to go on the scale. I mean- if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like I, even though I do at this point in my life want kids, if for some reason they're not in the cards for us, I think it will be hard, but I don't think it'll be something where I don't know that I would do. I don't know at this point that if I would do IVF, I don't know if I would be willing to look into adoption. I don't know about all of that. I also think we would be great without kids. I do too. And I think that's a really good position for us to be in because I, we enjoy each other. We love each other. I think that if what we have right now in our life was all we ever had, I wouldn't feel like we were missing something yeah. necessarily. And one big thing about Amber and I is we're never going to give up seeing the world and traveling. And that's a big thing. And like, we're, if we have kids, we're going to do that with our kids. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. And I think um, a big part of us being ready to maybe um, at least start the discussion about when we're going to have kids is knowing that having kids in your 30s comes with its own risks. Um, We have to be prepared mentally for the fact that complications happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know that when I was, you know, I'm still obviously, I think for your whole life, you're trying to learn who you are. But for me personally, I don't know if at certain times in my 20s that I would have been emotionally, emotionally ready for the risks that come with pregnancy. And so I feel like I am finally at that point where um, maybe mentally I'm feeling better about the fact that having kids comes with a lot of risk before you even have them, a lot of responsibility before you even have them. And I don't know the numbers, but I know miscarriages are a very common thing that occurred for women. I know that, you know, there's a lot, especially on my sister's a nurse. So when she was going through her 
OBGYN rotation and um, learning about that. She prepared me with a lot of things that I was very facts. unaware of. And oh, so goodness. I think it's kind of a double-edged sword because mm-hmm. I think as you age, you are maybe more mentally prepared, more mature, whatever. But if you're also educating yourself and learning, it also makes it scarier. So maybe we should have just had kids when we were younger because we would have been naive <laughs> right? to all of the things would've that just, could go wrong. Would have just rolled with it maybe. Yeah. So I feel like... When do you want to have kids? <laughs> Just, just I knew gonna, this was going to be Just going to just put you on the spot here. So Danny and I were at dinner last night. We went on a date. And it was a fun date. It was a fun date. We um, went to Chef's Special. Shout out. Shout out to I, best Chinese food in the city, I would I, I would love Chef's Special. Um, if you've ever, our Chicago listeners or people that frequent the city, if you have ever been or heard of Giant, it's a restaurant in Logan Square. It is a, I don't know what you would call it, a sister restaurant yeah. to Giant. And it's phenomenal. Giant catered my birthday party. We just discovered Chef Special this year, um, but they just so started good. the Giant slash Chef Special just started a food truck with both of them. And you can look on their Instagram to find out where they will be around the city. Because I would say go find them. Bomb. You're not going to. Bomb ass food. Yeah, bomb ass food. <laughs> and You're anything with be. their homemade noodles is like to die for. Dan Dan noodles. I love the Dan Dan, but if you're not into spicy, their lo mein are made with the same noodles. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Back to your question. When do I want to have kids? So I asked Danny this last night at dinner. I said by the summer. He said he (laughs) wants to start trying by this fucking summer. Whoa. (laughs) I I threw her off. I about fell out of my chair. I had to order six more drinks. And I was like, what? What? Me? No. I told him maybe like when we're 32. So we're 30 right now. That would put us solidly into 2022 to start trying for kids. Yeah. Maybe this summer. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll see. TBD. Which like this is the kind of stuff we're talking about. You should be talking about it regularly. Yeah. Otherwise. Depending on when we actually start trying for kids because I don't know if this summer is going to happen. Because we kind of wasted, not wasted, but lost a whole year with 2020. Yeah. In my opinion. Blah. I'm Screw also, 2020. We're over. I it. also refuse to be pregnant during our vacation this summer. If it and happens. Amber also refuses to have a spring baby, right? Why are you throwing me under the bus right now? Because you say that all the time. I don't want a spring baby, and this is why. I don't want to have to decide to make them super old or super young when it comes to. To school. To school. I know. And I think that's a valid concern because I was old for my grade. I loved it. I always felt very mature. I always did well in school. I always, um, I always. She was the belle of the ball in her class. Well, and I felt like, you know, I loved being able to drive first. I loved in college that I, you know, right when I went back during my sophomore year, I could drink. Like mm-hmm. there were, there were a lot of benefits to being older for my grade. And I tend to look at a lot of my friends And I don't have a single, um, you know, I I can't say a single, but most of my friends are spring, I'm sorry, summer or fall babies, which I think is interesting. Not all of them, but you know, a lot of them. Um, Danny's birthday's in March, which isn't, no, it's terrible. I think March, April, and May are literally the hardest months to decide how to place your child. You grew up on the opposite end. You were young for your grade. I was. So how did that play into who you were? It was fun. I had no issues. So 
spring babies, winter babies, summer babies, bring it on, you know? I also feel like you don't know how to do anything. I also feel like you were, did you feel mature for your grade? No. Shocker. I still don't feel very mature. Shocker. Because you're I, the, and you're, I figure it out though. Yeah, but it's harder. <laughs> it is harder. It, oh, okay. I have to think about it, but yeah. So I don't think anything is that hard. I know you don't. I so think everything's hard. For me, I would want to put our kids in the position of not thinking things are hard. And maybe that has nothing to do with birthdays. Maybe this is super controversial. But in my mind, if we can have a June through, I guess, Amber January. Amber just wants a bunch of Leo babies. I actually don't want to share my birthday at all with our kids. Oh, so you can I actually have- would rather not get pregnant at all oh, to have so kids in April. Why? So you can have that month for yourself like you always have? Correct. I already have to share it with Kana, Savile. Emma, I feel like I have to share my birthday already with a bunch of my friends. You think I'm going to have kids? And like, then once you have kids, it is all about that. And it's just an August party. You know? I mean, trust me, I'll never give up my birthday for my kids. If we have kids in August, if oh, they goodness. have the same birth date as me, I actually don't know what I would do. She'd probably I'd... just, she'd probably just tell them it. it was a different day. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you would. And then they'd find out when they like, needed their birth certificate when they're 18 they <laughs> never looked at it and they're like oh they're like wait what <laughs> no i mean i would just really prefer like a september through december oh, baby. october baby yeah easy yeah easy to put them in school great time i don't know that's just my that's just my thoughts on it again i know we are definitely in a position where we're probably gonna look back on this recording after having kids and be like We didn't fucking know anything. We were wrong. Okay, so circling back, you want to start having kids this summer. I'm vetoing that to push it about one year after. We'll be somewhere in the middle, I told her. Yeah, and by somewhere in the middle, I'll probably be where I want to be. Um, Far end, far end of the middle. But if we are to have two children or three, how close would you want our kids to be in age? Uh, Two to three years, I think. See, I think that's too far apart. Oh. I I mean, maybe about two years. Are you thinking 18 months? Well, I would say approximately like trying to start getting pregnant again at that like year and a half mark. So yeah, maybe about two years would be a good amount because I feel like I'm very close with my sister Libby because we are three years apart. Just like I'm close with Sarah because we're a year apart. (laughs) You guys are very close together. You are definitely an Oaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that that's like, I think we're on the same page about that part of it. It's just about the start time. The legit, yeah, the start time. And the who knows? I mean, like, who knows how long it would take us to get pregnant? Hopefully once. I don't think so. We're 30. <laughs> yeah, we're old. So I feel like kind of wrapping this up, or do you have more to say on this? No, I think I think we're good. So I think kind of wanting to leave you with my wisdom. Yeah, it's your wisdom. If this podcast taught you anything, it's you choose. You don't let anyone tell you or make you feel a certain way, one way or another. Feel free to change your mind if that's something that you are feeling. Discuss it with your partner. And there's no one way you have to do it. If you do want to have kids and you want to adopt or you have to do IVF or 
whatever that is, whatever that journey is for you, or if you don't want kids at all and you do want to be my childhood dream of being the drunk, fun aunt, do that. I think like that's- Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do and keep communication open with your partner. And I think if those two things are done, you're going to have a very happy life no matter what road in life you take. And make sure, get a BRCA test. Get a BRCA test. I'm proud of you for- encouraging that because I think it is something that's really important. Something near and dear to my heart that I don't think about enough. So well on that note, I think, yeah, I I just want to thank everyone for being on. Thank you guys for continuing to listen. Last week we had our biggest download week ever, I think, which is awesome. You guys loved the hinge experience. I think Yeah. make sure to follow us on our social media. And we did get a new rating, a five star rating on Apple. So if you haven't rated us, go rate rate us and write a comment. And I'll, like I'll say every other time, give us five stars. Even or though whatever Amber says you, feel. you can't say that. But. Maybe this episode changed your mind. If you want to get bonus episodes, listen to these episodes early, get merch, shout outs on our podcast and on our social media, make sure to go to relationship goals. I'm sorry, www.patreon.com slash relationship goals QM and join our Patreon. And if you have questions on that, you can always shoot us an email. But on that, I think Danny's going to wrap it up with a toast. Cheers to everyone listening to us and going through the relationship goals question mark experience. We love doing this and we want to keep doing it. Cheers to our friends just for encouraging us. And we're going to we're going to keep on chugging along. So and we love hearing from all of you. So make sure to keep messaging us. Yeah, keep messaging us. So love you all. Love you all. And have a good night. Have a good fucking night.